0: Good morning everybody. Great to be with you for this uh, harvest service today. I um, hope you're all watching. There's no junior church today because we're all staying together. So, children, I'm going to need your help in a short while as well. Um, but first, I'm going to tell you a story. And this is a story from the Bible. It's a story from when Jesus was around. And you're going to have to watch and listen because I have got a question for you. And my question is... From my story that I'm about to tell you, who gives away the most money? You don't need to text in any answers for this one. Just have a think and maybe you can chat about it at home. Who in our story today gives away the most money? Because Jerusalem was very, very busy. It was the Passover celebration and lots of people had come from a long way away and they were going to give their offerings in the temple. So there were lots of people around, they were all gathering and they were getting ready to put their money in the offering box. So one guy, he came up, nice and confidently, he walked up to the offering pot, he got some money out of his pocket and he threw it in. He got some money out of his other pockets and he threw all of it in. he had lots and lots of money to give away. And off he popped nice and confident with the money that he'd given away. After he'd emptied his other pockets, of course. Then someone else came up. And this person, again, had a lot of money to give. In fact, they had so much, they brought it in a bucket. They brought a whole bucket load of money and they just tipped all of the bucket into the offering pot. They were nice and confident as well. They were very pleased with themselves, so off they popped. And lots of people kept coming up and putting money into the offering. And then there was a poor widow, and a widow was somebody whose husband had died. And she would have gone nearly unnoticed in the crowd. And she walked up to the front, and she put in two small coins, and then she walked off. She slipped away back into the crowd. So, the question that I asked you, who put in the most money. Who gave away the most? Surely it was the people that threw in loads of money. The guy who emptied his pockets or the person who tipped the bucket in. But what if I told you that it was actually the poor widow who gave away the most? Listen to what Jesus said when he saw what happened. I tell you, this poor widow put in more than all the others. Jesus' disciples, who he was talking to, they must have been thinking, no she didn't. Do you see that one person had a bucket? I mean, who carries money in a bucket? But then Jesus carried on and he said, they all gave out of their wealth, but she gave everything, all she had to live on. So Jesus was saying that this woman, this poor widow, who only gave two small coins, actually gave more than all those who had put in loads of money. And let me quickly explain what Jesus meant by this, and I'm going to use some celebrations to help me. So, I've got a whole bag of celebrations here, and I think probably, it's probably about 30 or so celebrations in there. I'll have these for my lunch later. So, if I started with a whole bag of celebrations, and I thought, well, you know, I'll have... All of the ones that I can possibly eat for myself and then any that I don't need towards the end, I'll I'll give those away. So bounties, I don't really need the bounties. There's maybe Milky Ways, don't really like Milky Ways. So there's five there. So out of my bag of 30, I'll, I'll probably give away five. So that is one option if I had a bag of celebrations. But what if I didn't have a whole bag? What if I only had two to start with? And with my two, I thought... Do you know what? I'm going to give both of these away. So I haven't actually, person two hasn't given away as many celebrations as person one, but I've given away more of what I had. So I've got nothing left with me at the end. And that's what Jesus was saying. All of these people, they gave lots of money out of the lots of money that they had spare, but this poor widow, she only had two small coins to give away. And she gave away everything that she had. That's what Jesus was saying. So, a question for you to think about, and we'll come back to this in a short while, and I am going to ask you to text in your answers for this one. And to save complicating things, if you just text Graham again, so that you fill up his text inbox, with lots and lots of messages, that would be great. So the number that you were texting on earlier, and the question that I want you to answer is this. Why did this poor widow give away her last two coins? Why on earth would she give away everything that she had left to live on? So that's my question for you. Why did she give away her last two coins? And we're going to come back to that in just a short while. But first we're going to sing another song. This is O Lord, You're Great. So we've got some text replies in. We were thinking about the, the poor widow and her offering earlier on. That's a story from Mark 12, if you want to go and um, read that story for yourself. And the question was asked, why did this poor widow give away her two last coins? Everything that she had left to live on, Is what Jesus tells us. Well, we've got some responses in. Tammy said, because she was kind, absolutely, she was very kind. The Marats say, being filled with generosity and compassion for those in need. Brilliant. The Atades, Luis, Julio, Jackie say the widow had faith that God would provide. Brilliant, exactly. And then Benjamin as well. The uh, similar answer, she trusted God and knew he'd provide for her. So some brilliant answers there. And I'm going to pick up on just a couple of things that were said in those text messages. And the two things I'm going to pick up on are her trust in God and her thanks to God. Because the widow trusted God to provide for her all that she needed and she wanted to thank God, praise him for all he had given. So, firstly, in giving her offering, she was trusting God to provide for her. Earlier in Jesus' life, he said this, Look at the birds in the air. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, but your heavenly Father feeds the birds and you know that you are worth much more than the birds. That's from Matthew chapter 6. God provides food for the birds. He looks after them and he takes care of them. And how much more important are we than the birds? That's what Jesus is saying. So God gives them what they need. So of course we can trust God that he will give us all that we need, that he will provide for us. God has shown love and grace to us over and over again in our lives, providing for us. So we can trust that he will continue to do that. And that's exactly what the poor widow did. She trusted God completely that he would provide for her, so much so that she put her last two pennies into the offering, everything that she had left. A little later on in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus says, don't worry and say, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? All the people who don't know God keep trying to get these things. And your father in heaven knows that you need them. The thing you should want most is God's kingdom and doing what God wants. Then all these other things you need will be given to you. We don't need to worry. We can look to God, our heavenly father. And our first priority, our focus, should be getting to know him and living the way that he wants us to. Seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. And if you're watching this at home and you don't know God, the Almighty One who has given us all that we have, then why don't you thank Him today and seek Him? The Bible tells us that if we seek God, if we look for Him, we will find Him. And we can do that knowing that He will provide all that we need. That doesn't mean He gives us everything we want, but certainly He gives us what we need. And He knows our needs better than we do ourselves. So the poor widow in our story, she showed her complete trust in God and also in giving her offering, it was an act of praise to God, thanking him for what he had given her. It seems from the story that she's recognising that all she had is given by God and so her giving was an act of praise to him, giving back what he had already given to her. In the Old Testament part of the Bible, in a book called 1 Chronicles, Chapter 29, we read about David giving gold and silver, bronze, iron, lots of things in order that the temple can be built. And after he had given all these resources, he prayed and he said, but who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Everything comes from you and we have given you only what comes from your hand. The widow realised that all she had was given by God, given by God's hand. And in giving away her two small coins, she was worshipping him. And so for us as well, all that we have is a gift from God. So we should use it in a way that honours him and in a way that gives him thanks. Even towards the end of the year, we have so much to be thankful for. What's been a super, super tough year, we have so much to be thankful for. And so when we give away, when we share what we have with others who are in need, just like we do at harvest time with all this beautiful food that we've got behind me, we are giving what has already been given to us by God. And at harvest time we think particularly about fruit, food, the fruit and the vegetables and all the things that grow that we have to enjoy. But we don't just receive food from God. We receive lots of other things that we can share. Like Graham's mentioned earlier, we have our time to share. We can share our homes. We can share clothes. We can share lots of things with others. The widow who gave away her two small coins was giving away what she had been given by God as an act of praise to him. And so as we give away our donations of food to those people that need it, we are praising God. We are worshipping him and thanking him for what he's given us. God is a generous God, and he gives to us in abundance. Abundance is a word we thought about in junior church a couple of weeks ago, in the story of Joseph. If you remember, there were seven years of abundance, then seven years of famine. And we talked about how abundance means when we have lots, when there's lots of food available. God gives us lots. He gives us in abundance. And so we can follow his example as a generous God by giving to people who need things. Now, I don't know if this still happens in schools, but I remember when I was in primary school, if it was someone's birthday, they would bring in a bag of sweets or a bag of chocolates, something like that, and they would give away their sweets and their chocolate to other people in the class. Maybe that still happens at your school. I don't know. I can certainly remember that from when I was at school. And so they would stand at the door with their, with their chocolates or their sweets and on the way out at the end of the day, people would take some sweets, say thank you, and then they'd be on their way. And I always thought that was a bit of a strange thing to do because if it was that person's birthday, surely they should be getting given sweets as a present rather than them giving away sweets to other people. So I always thought that was a bit odd. But... As they had been blessed and they had received gifts on their birthday, they were then sharing some of what they had with other people. And that was why they did it. And it was brilliant because, you know, lots of birthdays in the year, so you get lots of sweets. And so they were sharing some of what they would received with other people. And that is just like what we're doing at Harvest Time, and that is just like with God. We receive blessings from God. He is generous to us. And so we share some of what we have with other people. We can be generous to others, Just as the poor widow did, we can trust in God to provide for us and we can praise him, thank him for what he's given as we share with others. We celebrate how all we have has been given by God and this is something we should be doing all year round, not just at harvest, celebrating God's faithfulness and his goodness in providing for us as our heavenly father. But I can certainly look back at my life And you might think the same. And I can see God's provision for me time and time again. But I can also see countless times that I've not thanked him for what he's given me. When I've taken for granted all the good gifts that he gives me that I don't even deserve in the first place. We can all do that. We can all act selfishly with what we've been given. Almost like saying to God, yep, God, I'll take your gifts, but I won't thank the person who's given them to me. So it's important that we thank God for what he's given us. But my selfishness just reminds me of God's greatest provision, which Graham mentioned earlier. Our greatest need is not for food or for money or for clothes. Our greatest need is to be saved for a relationship, for a friendship with God. And God has provided that saviour for us by sending his son, Jesus Jesus, who came to earth to show us the perfect example of trusting in God, praising God, and being generous. Jesus said that he was the bread of life, who came that we won't be hungry anymore, who gives living water that we won't be thirsty anymore. So we're celebrating and thanking God for this food, which is absolutely right, and we should be thanking God for that. But this food won't last forever We eat and then we get hungry again. But Jesus is our saviour. He's the bread of life who gives living water, which means that we have all we could ever need, not just now on earth, but for eternity. Let's pray. Father God, thank you that you provide for us. Thank you that we can trust you to provide all that we need. Thank you that you know our needs better than we know them ourselves. Father, we have so much to thank you for. All the good gifts that we have to enjoy come from you. So help us to continue to give you praise for being our loving, heavenly Father who gives us in abundance. And help us to share what we have with others, Father. You are a generous God, so let us follow your example and be generous to others. But Father, most of all, we thank you for providing a saviour for us our greatest need, so that we can, enjoy, we can enjoy this relationship with you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you that through him, the good gifts that we enjoy from you not, are not just for now on earth, but they are for eternity. Thank you that Jesus has saved us forever. In your name, amen.